This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. Hello, this is Daniel Bielsa, the microphone with the news, the headlines. Today, in the second day of his visit to Germany, Romanian Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu is going to have talks with representatives of the business environment, followed by meetings with the Vice President of the German Parliament, Katrin Göring Eckhardt, and with representatives of the main political groups in the legislature. 24 suspects have been apprehended and two placed under investigation in a case involving the mistreatment of vulnerable people in three old people's homes in Romania. On the first holiday edition of the book fair, Gaudamus Radio Romania has today kicked off in Brasov, Central Romania. Today, in the second day of his visit to Germany, Romanian Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu is going to have talks with representatives of the business environment, followed by meetings with the Vice President of the German Parliament, Katrin Göring Eckhardt, and with representatives of the main political groups in the legislature. The head of the government in Bucharest will also talk with the representatives of the defense industry in Germany. On Monday, the first day of his visit, Marcel Ciolacu held talks with Chancellor Olaf Scholz, who reiterated his country's all-out support so that Romania may this year become a Schengen member. Ciolacu has also met with members of the Romanian communities in Germany, whom he briefed upon the projects of the government in Bucharest dedicated to the diaspora, as well as a start-up program. 24 suspects have been apprehended and two placed under investigation in a case involving the mistreatment of vulnerable people in three old people's homes in Romania. On Tuesday, the court prosecutors kicked off over 30 searches in Bucharest and other six counties in southern Romania, where 100 of these vulnerable people have been taken in care by the authorities. According to the investigators, the aforementioned people had been exploited for more than two years, being deprived of proper food, medical treatment and hygiene conditions. Prosecutors are now investigating cases of human trafficking, fraud, embezzlement of over 1 million euros, as well as inhuman and degraded treatment. The first holiday edition of the book fair Gaudamus Radio Romania has today kicked off in Brasov, central Romania. The event is part of the Gaudamus caravan, 
a nationwide project that has been initiated and carried on by Radio Romania for more than 20 years. The offer of the aforementioned edition includes the book fair itself, graphic and photo art, literary creation, all united in 40 exhibiting stands. This edition is expected to end on Sunday, July the 9th. Romanian President Klaus Johannes on Tuesday promulgated the new education laws. A former high school teacher, Johannes has been promoting a program known as Educated Romania, launched in 2016 and followed by a series of public debates. Solutions have been proposed for fighting school violence in the country's pre-university education system to support the disadvantaged categories of students, curb school dropout and promote sports. Concerning university education, President Johannes says the new legislative measures are going to bring the Romanian education up to international standards. The education laws have been promulgated after years of debate and at the end of a critical period in Romania's education system marked by the recent all-out strike of the teachers. In another development, following the appeals session for the national assessment exam, counting towards the candidates' high school admission, 76.4% of the students have obtained passing results, while 73% of the candidates have passed the baccalaureate exam. And now to end the news bulletin, here is a reminder of the main stories. Today, in the second day of his visit to Germany, Romanian Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu is going to have talks with representatives of the business environment, followed by meetings with the Vice President of the German Parliament, Katrin Göring Eckhardt, and with representatives of the main political groups in the legislature. 24 suspects have been apprehended and two placed under investigation in a case involving the mistreatment of vulnerable people in three old people's homes in Romania. And the first holiday edition of the Book Fair Gaudamus Radio Romania has today kicked off in Brasov, Central Romania. Romanian President Klaus Johannes signed a decree putting the new education laws into effect. I'm Cristina Matescu with this report by Mihai Pelin. Romanian President Klaus Johannes on Tuesday promulgated the new education laws. The signing was attended by state officials, including members of cabinet, MPs and constitutional judges. The event marked the end of the legislative journey of the documents encapsulating the President's Educated Romania project. The latter said the new legislation provides for a solid framework for building an education system that can face the challenges of our time, but that it would not solve the system's acute problems unless it is implemented. The President also said that this moment will have a major impact for the development of Romanian society in the future. The laws I have promulgated are laying the foundations of a Romania that is connected to the evolutions of the 21st century, 
and fully benefits from the opportunities of the future. I am counting on your involvement and determination, especially the decision-makers in the room today, to transform educated Romania from an ideal into reality. The President also said the new education laws aim to address the shortcomings of the current education system, boosting the quality of the Education Act and providing support and respect for teachers. He said the new legislation promotes investments, especially in the disadvantaged areas, and places emphasis on pupils' safety. Some of the provisions of the new laws were intensely criticized by members of civil society, pupils, students and some politicians. Such controversial provisions include the possibility that high schools may hold an additional admission examination for half of the available places, the possibility to expel pupils for serious offences and limiting the terms of rectors to two four-year tenures. Another provision that came under strong criticism refers to the introduction of religion as an optional baccalaureate exam. During Tuesday's signing, the representatives of the Save Romania Union in opposition staged a protest at Kotrochen Palace, the president's headquarters. They said educated Romania is a failure and cited the large number of young people who did not even register for the baccalaureate exam this year. They also said the new legislation will not reform the education system, instead restricting the right to education and violating the principle of equal rights. The National Council of Pupils and a number of student organizations also believe some of the provisions of the new laws are discriminatory. The legislation was first passed by the Senate in May, before being unsuccessfully challenged in the Constitutional Court by the Save Romania Union and the Liberal Dissident Party, the Force of the Right. And that was Radio Newsreel. Next in this program, sports. Welcome to Radio Romania International Sports Club. I'm Eugen Nasta. The Wimbledon tennis tournament is underway these days in England. It is arguably the most exquisite competition of the entire professional schedule, mainly due to its past history. The Lawn Aldi tournament is actually the world's oldest such event. The maiden edition was held in 1877. It was a gentleman-only event. Back then, the winner was Spencer Gore. Attending the final were roughly 200 fans who paid one shilling each to be there. In the course of the 130 years that have passed since the tournament's inaugural edition, the event has seen a thoroughgoing change, yet many elements as part of the initial regulation system are still in place. Today, the prize money is somewhere to the tune of 1 million euro all told. However, the strict dress code is still in place, with the competitors having to dress in white almost completely.
Of all Romanian tennis players, it is only Simona Halep who saw her name on the list of winners at Wimbledon. Halep won the lawn final in 2019. Back then, Simona grabbed a 6-2 win against the greatest tennis player early into the 21st century, Serena Williams. Halep succeeded an uncompromising straight-set win. In her blazing trail at Wimbledon, Simona Halep outperformed Alexandra Sasnovich, Mihaila Buzarnescu, Victoria Zarenka, Corey Gauff, Shuai Zhang and Elina Zvitolina. As part of the 2019 edition of the Wimbledon tournament, Halep lost only one set in the fixture against her fellow Romanian, Mihaela Buzarnescu. In the men's version of the Wimbledon tournament, the Romanians made history five decades ago. We recall Eliana Stasset twice reached the final in 1972, when the US Stan Smith had a hard-fought win against the Romanian in five sets, and in 1976, when Nastasa conceded defeat to Sweden's Bjorn Borg. In 2023, Romania is represented in the main draw only in the women's version of the tournament. The first tennis player to have entered the competition, WTE 57th Anna Bogdan, provided the first pleasant surprise, grabbing a 7-6-7-6 win against WTE 15th placed and 15th seeded at Wimbledon, Russia's Lyudmila Samsonova. And that's all from Sports Today. You can also access our sports items at rri.io and on Facebook. Focus on Romania. Time now for Song of the Day. We now invite you to stay tuned for Ada and her song, suggestively entitled Destiny, in which the artist emphasizes the fact that we are the ones who can influence our own destiny.
You are listening to Radio Romania International. Society Today Welcome to Society Today with me, Lacramiara Simeon. Today's feature is about evolutions and contradictions in the perception of gender violence. A dramatic reality encountered in all European countries, gender violence is equally present in Romania. And in recent years, to punish the perpetrators and protect women from the aggressions that are mainly targeting them, a number of measures have been taken, such as restraining orders and electronic tagging for offenders. Maybe this is also a reason why the percentage of violence acts reporting has recently increased. In the first six months of 2022, data related to domestic violence recorded by the Romanian police show that 18,507 women were the victims of acts of violence, including 18 cases of murder, 13 attempted murders, and 12,801 acts of bodily injury. Nevertheless, experts believe that the existing data are still irrelevant since the statistics only refer to physical aggression without taking into account the other types of violence against women as described in the Romanian legislation. Ionela Boluzzo, professor at the Faculty of Political Sciences of the Bucharest University and co-author of the 2022 Gender Violence Barometer, explains the need for complete information. The subject of this barometer is violence against women. As we showed in the introductory study, we tried to make a study that should respond to the way in which the phenomenon is approached and explained both in the academic and the political space. Besides, we ratified the Istanbul Convention and last year we had the first evaluation this convention has an International Monitoring and Evaluation Committee, Gravio, which makes country reports. And in the country report on Romania, one of the recurrent issues highlighted by the Gravio experts as negative is the data supply. If we read the Gravio report, which is available online, it is public and all our authorities are aware of it, we find that we have no data on violence against women. It's one of the biggest problems because we cannot come up with adequate political measures if we don't know what we have on the ground. Another thing in the report refers to the fact that the gender perspective is insufficiently or not at all present in the way in which the Romanian authorities have modified the legislation and formulated public policies, said Ionela Boluza. Coordinated by the Filia Center, a feminist non-governmental association, and financed through a grant provided by the German embassy in Bucharest, the 2022 Gender Violence Barometer is only the second study on this topic carried out since 2003. At that time, the research was called the Domestic Violence Barometer, using a more restrictive term 
However, comparisons can be made between data collected in two periods of time separated by 20 years. Ionela Boluța is back with details. Eu nu cred că această comparație ne permite să spunem că a făcut un salt spectaculos în ceea ce privește... I do not think that this comparison allows us to say that we have taken a spectacular leap in terms of awareness, sensitization and rejection of violence against women. There is indeed an important change in terms of tolerance for physical aggression. It would be quite malicious not to identify hitting, slapping and even insulting as physical assaults. In these situations, these manifestations appear to be recognized as forms of violence, as our barometer also shows. Compared to 2003, the degree of rejection of these acts has increased a lot. In general, there is over 80% rejection by the population of these forms of violence, which was not the case in 2003. In exchange, as regards the forms of violence that are less known, although they are in the law, namely social violence, economic violence, psychological violence, an increase was reported. It's not big, about 7%. Let me give you an example. Currently, approximately one in four Romanians consider it slightly serious or not serious at all if a woman is not allowed to spend her money as she wishes, if a woman is not allowed to go out of the house unaccompanied by her partner, or if a woman is not allowed to have a group of friends, said Ionela Boluza. Other data included in the 2022 Gender Violence Barometer are 19% of respondents consider it not at all or slightly serious that a woman is raped after agreeing to go to a man's house, and 12% think the same if a woman dressed provocatively is raped. Ionela Boluza continues her explanation. When I look at the attitude towards rape, the stereotypes prevalent among the population emerge very clearly. And the lower the level of education or the more prevalent patriarchal the values, the more worrying the percentages. For example, even if the respondents believe that rape is not accepted and is considered very serious by the majority, we just wanted to check the rest. But when asked how they feel about the situation in which a woman was raped after agreeing to go to a man's home, the situation is no longer as serious, they answered. Ionela Boluza said, Created to further reduce the lack of official data on the spread of gender-based violence in all its forms, the 2022 barometer was also intended as a working tool for the authorities to formulate appropriate public policies. And that's all from Society Today. And now let's listen to some more music. The Motans with a song called Café de Flor. Eram gata să-ți dau totul Din puținul pe care îl aveam Acum am tot ce mi-am dorit Ciudat, dar nu vreau să-ți mai ofer nimic Pentru tine am fost doar un scurt metraj În care adevărul poartă machiaj Filmul meu a fost cu totul diferit Și deși sunt bun actor, nu eu n-am jucat nimic Am îndrăgit fără să vreau Muzica pe care o ascultai Sunt amintiri frumoase, dar nu le mai duc prin dor 
Deși din când în când ascult cafe de flor Din bar în bar, din toamnă în toamnă Pun mimesul desfăcut în palme Din amintiri și rângetor Nu a rămas decât cafe de flor Din bar în bar, din toamnă în toamnă Pun mimesul desfăcut în palme Din amintiri și rângetor Se mai aude doar cafe de flor Trebuia să te ridici când eu te-am invitat la dans Și dacă tu ai fi făcut măcar un pas Viața noastră ar fi fost ca arta în renesans Dar asta e doar o teorie Ce-ți pasă ție? De fapt ce-mi pasă mie? Te-am lăsat în trecut și acum Acum ești doar o melodie Dacă ai fi suportat Singurătatea mea dungat Din mărul tău aș fi mușcat Ce păcat, ce păcat Nebunia ta ar fi putut să-mi fie leac Din bar în bar, din toamnă în toamnă Pumnii mei s-au desfăcut în palme Din amintiri și rângetor Nu a rămas decât cafe de flor Din bar în bar, din toamnă în toamnă Pumnii mei s-au desfăcut în palme Din amintiri și rângetor Se mai aude doar cafe de flor Coming up next on Radio Romania International, visit Romania. Hello and welcome to Ararai Travels. Today we escape into nature in the southwest of Transylvania in Hunedoara County. The area we are visiting specifically is called Tsara Hatsaguli Retezat and is an important ecotourism destination. It is a complete experience for relaxation and exploration for tourists of all ages, but especially for families with children. A journey through time awaits you, says Anka Rusu, the manager of the ecotourism destination Tsara Hatsaguli Retezat. You can discover here extinct worlds. You can stand face to face with life-size dinosaurs that lived on the island of Hatzig 70 million years ago. You can explore volcanoes and traces of an extinct sea. Coming to more recent times, you can admire mountain landscapes, lakes, carnivorous plants, all left over from the Ice Age, 10,000 years ago. Then you will enjoy the traces left by the Romans in antiquity at Sarmizegetusa Ulpia Traiana, or the early places of Christianity, as the Dinsus Church is considered. We are slowly reaching our days passing through the medieval period, which left us important stone fortresses and churches in Tsara Hatseguli. The local people continue to beautifully tell the story of these blessed lands. 
There are routes for everyone who loves to climb the mountain, but you will have to find out about the area. And the degree of difficulty continues on Karusu. We recommend the trails in the Retezat National Park to those who are active and in love with nature. Retezat National Park is known to be an extremely technical mountain. Of course, there are trails of various difficulty categories, but in general, Retezat is not recommended for beginners. For beginners, we have prepared trails from the other two nature parks located in Sarahatsegului, Grădiștea Muncelului Cioclovina Natural Park, or the UNESCO International Geopark Sarahatsegului. They are a bit more affordable and recommended for everyone, especially families with children. You can find details about all these routes either on our website, turismretezat.ro, by category, according to each natural protected area, or directly on the websites of the three protected areas mentioned before. In the area of Hatsakatsuguli, there is no tradition of crafts like in other historical regions of Romania, such as Bukovina or Maramuresh. However, there are projects and people who continue to stubbornly carry on the few crafts that existed and still exist here. If I had to give an example of success, I would think of the Hatsagana Cooperative that still stubbornly produces manually peasant blouses and traditional folk costumes from the Hatsag country and its surroundings. You can easily find it by accessing the Facebook page with the same name or by coming to the city of Hatsag in the center somewhere behind Town Hall. You can find the ladies there and you can learn their impressive story that has been being written for over half a century. This has been Visit Romania. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Ribile, 
Hello, dear friends, and welcome to another traditional music program with me, Daniel Bills, at the microphone. Today we would like to introduce to you a great vocalist from Telorman in southern Romania, the late Liviu Vasilica. The first song you listened to was entitled At Us in Telorman, and the next one we invite you to listen to speaks about the beauty of nature. Bate murgu din picioare, bate, bate să mă zboare, să-i pui șaua să mă bată, pe un mă purta odată. Mă 
Liviu Danuț Vasilică was born on July 2, 1950, in the village of Ploska, Telorman County, and unfortunately passed away at the age of only 54. Here he is now at a microphone with another beautiful song entitled Going Up and Down the Hill. Vasilica got involved in cultural activities as early as primary school. He first took up dancing and then, while a student at the Faculty of Medicine, he successfully tried his hand at singing. After graduation, he worked for a while as a doctor at the county hospital in Alexandria. We go out today with a funny love song from the repertoire of the great traditional music vocalist who was Liviu Vasilica. Da 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 da
Coming up next, happening in Romania. Hello and welcome to a new installment in the Happening in Romania series with me, Lăgrămioara Simeon. In 2023, the Polyrom Library, one of the most important collections of universal literature in Romania, marks 25 years of existence. Initially coordinated by the literary critic and writer Bogdan Alexandru Stănescu, and later from 2019 by the translator Dan Croitoru, the collection is part of the portfolio of one of the most important post-communist publishing houses, Polyrom. From its setting up until today, Polyrom publishes volumes of contemporary Romanian literature, history, humanities, religion and universal literature through the Polyrom Library Collection, a collection with the highest sales. One of the most appreciated and best-selling writers is J.D. Salinger, an American author best known for his 1951 novel The Catcher in the Rye, whose son, Matt Salinger, was recently in Bucharest to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the Polyrom Library Collection. An actor and film producer, Matt Salinger has been, since his father's death in 2010, the executor of J.D. Salinger, who is still as famous for his work and self-isolation. His son also respects his decision to reject fame while making it his duty to promote his father's writings as well. You are listening to Radio Romania International. The event marking 25 years since the creation of the Polyrom Library Collection, coordinated by Dan Croitoru, was venued by the Carturesh Book Store, which also hosted a dialogue between the Romanian writer Mircea Cărtărescu and Matt Salinger. In the past years, Polyrom has published new translations of Salinger's books. My colleague Cristina Leșcu attended the event 
and had the following talk with Matt Salinger. Matt Salinger, welcome to Romania and welcome to this uh, encounter with uh, J.D. Salinger's readers. As uh, a preserver and promoter of your father's work, as someone in uh, the audience uh, put it, uh, are you still surprised that so many people around the world, young people and not so young, still like and read your father's books? No, because I, I feel it and see it every day. Um, when I travel, and even when I don't travel, when I get the letters and things, uh, I'm heartened by it because I think my father wrote about what is best of humanity, our capacity to love, our capacity to find beauty, our desire for authenticity and freedom. The themes that were central to his work, I think, are really important for everyone in this world. So. Does it surprise me that his work still strikes a chord in people? No. I'd be really depressed for humanity if they didn't. Of course, uh, during your work as preserver and promoter of Salinger, and probably throughout your life, you have been asked and you have heard, of course, comments and interpretations about his biography, his life, his um, connection between his biography and his work. How did you perceive your father, uh, apart from all these uh, comments, because there is uh, the Salinger of the family and, uh, of course, the Salinger of the readers? He was a terrifically funny man. I don't think that would surprise people because his sense of humor comes through in most of his work. But he was uproariously funny. So he was always entertaining to be around. He would always pay attention and really listen to anything I asked him or told him, which I don't think all fathers do. It's something I certainly tried to learn from him and, and be that way with my children. But he was attentive and fun. And I knew if I asked him a, get a question that I would get a really measured and thoughtful response. And that's maybe rare. I knew I was lucky to have him as a father. So he was not a recluse within the family. He was present. He was not absent within the family as he was uh, uh, from the literary world. To me, not at all, ever. He would work in his working hours. We didn't bother him. But most fathers go to an office or go to a you know a garage or a place of work uh, so it, it wasn't that dissimilar when he was present he was very very present I think you know my sister had a different experience and wished he were different in some ways but she still loved him and took pleasure in him the way I did their relationship was more difficult than mine but her relationship with my mother was more difficult than, than mine also. So it, he was a wonderful father, and I couldn't have imagined having a, a better one. So his reclusiveness can be explained by the fact that he wanted to concentrate on his work and on his family. So there is no um, <laughs> enigma here or no mystery. He didn't want to live in New York City and have all his friends be in the publishing business or other writers. He wanted to be away from all that where he could concentrate and do his work. I think it was an added benefit that he felt he would thus be able to protect his family from some of the world, quote unquote. 
he didn't buy into and to try to create his own little world in his corner of New Hampshire. I feel lucky that I shared that with him for a number of years before I, you know, grew up. Uh, you've mentioned uh, a bit earlier the fact that now you're working on his unpublished works. I'm sure that you're not able to divulge anything, but is there a connection between what he wrote during um, his final years and what he wrote, what he published so far? Sure, they're, they're all written by the same man. <laughs> Apart from that, the same themes uh, probably? I really don't want to talk about them not because it's a great secret or because I want people to discover them and uh, for themselves and have that experience of discovery that you have when you come across a, a piece of art and get what they each will get out of it individually, like it or hate it or you know whatever. I don't want to guide people in any direction or say anything about it that will form certain expectations. I, I really want people to come to it the work with a clean slate. How would you summarize in one word or maybe a few words uh, your experience of reading Salinger? What do you think it's the core of his work? Well, those are different questions. The answer to the first question, what is my experience, uh, in one word is enjoyment, with an emphasis on the joy, enjoyment. And the second part of it, the core, I think love. You asked this simplistic question, so I'm giving you a simplistic answer. Uh, uh, if there's one word, you know, he valued love and beauty and kindness and truth, uh, authenticity. Um, and he hated phoniness and cruelty and meanness and, and the inauthentic. You read Catcher in the Rye and you read the scenes with Phoebe or even Mr. Antolini. I mean, there's so much love in that book. I think there's even more in Franny and Zooey. There's, there's many other things. There's mysticism and spiritualism in, in Franny and Zooey. And, but at its core, I think it's... Love. Yeah. Thank you very much, Max Salinger. Thank so. you. The Romanian Cultural Institute in New York organized a literary event on Friday, June 23rd, which featured the Romanian-American writers Adrian Sinjorzan and William Maas. On this occasion, the two authors launched their most recent books published in America in recent months. Vitali, a Ukrainian-Russian-American story by Adrian Sundorzan, published at the New Meridian in 2023, and The Bucharest Legacy, The Rise of the Oligarchs by writer William Moss, published at the Ocean View Publishing in 2023. During the event, there was a literary discussion that focused, among other things, on the theme and subject of the two novels, but also on the complexities of the Romanian-American identity of the two writers, the transition from medicine to literature, and the fulfillment of the literary vocation after a successful career in another field. The event was held in English. And that's all from Happening in Romania. From Mila Gramiara Simeon, it's goodbye now. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International.
simply folk. And now to end this broadcast, let's listen to Felician Falcasio with a love song from Western Romania. And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 17 UTC on 13,750 kHz in the DRM system and on 15,180 kHz in analog system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs, tomorrow, at 11 UTC on 15,320 and 17,670 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet, at www.rri.ro, channel 1. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at rri.ro. Goodbye.